Hey, welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. This is Mary Bicknell, former psychotherapist turned badass success coach for women entrepreneurs who are ready to bust through any average, anything common, and finally create a life and a business where you can do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. Ready? Let's go. Hey, leader. Hey, business owner. Hey, woman that wants more out of her damn life in biz. Welcome. Today is uh, week four of our Money and You series. And today I'm super pumped because get your notebook ready. You're going to want to dog ear this, save this, bookmark this, because I'm going to help you write your own money story. So what do I mean by that? You know, over the last several weeks, we've talked about abundance and prosperity and patriarchy and being financially dependent on your partner or your lover or the man, because that's what you've been told your entire life is the right thing to do. And although that's shifting, that stuff like bubbles up to the surface, doesn't it? Um, and then last time we chatted, we talked about your business success equals really self-love. Like how are you showing up in your business from an act of actually loving yourself or are you compromising yourself or are you undercharging or are you over delivering to a compromise? Um, so we really dug deep around that. And then we really talked a lot about this concept called a yes. And yes, uh, you can do work that you love and make a shit ton of money. Yes, you can work three days a week and not have to like over deliver to your clients. All of these things. Today, we're talking about how to write your own money story. In other words, how you can be in charge of how you show up around money. And are you in relationship with your money? And how vital is this to your business, to your company culture, even if it's you and, you know, your assistant or you and 50 people? How are you showing up on your sales calls? If you don't have your money story, your own concept of money tight and clean, when you show up on a sales call, you're going to be dragging that baggage. And it looks like this. Let's like say you're a mom with three kids and you are making an offer. And the woman happens to have that you're making the offer to happens to have three kids. And she's like, oh my God, I've got three daughters and three weddings coming, three colleges. And you're like, yeah, I can totally relate. And you're bringing your money baggage and you're going, let's look in this bag. Let's both of us look in this baggage, this bag together. We're sharing the same money story. What's your money concept of yourself? This is all wrapped up in business success, caring about yourself, loving yourself, not getting burnt out, being paid really well. Knowing that you come to the table with years of experience. You know, one of my programs, I literally did a post in there the other day. And it was like having the dawning that inside that program, these women are so well-educated. They literally have hundreds of years of education as a collective, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of hours of actual delivery, client delivery, and probably millions of dollars of education. Millions of dollars. Why are you... Um, not earning millions of dollars. 
And even if you're like, I don't really want to make millions of dollars. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How is that part of your money story? Is it that you've conflated that you thought that somehow making more money means you're working harder? Go back and listen to episode 74. We talked about that. So today I'm giving you a little taster out of one of the uh, lessons that I, I give to my clients called the Big Money Breakthrough. But I want to start out reminding you, I want to remind you that 90% of all millionaires are self-made. We all started with zero. No one in my family ever created a business, has lived a seven-figure lifestyle, actually has ever even gone to college and gotten all the degrees like I have. Why this is so important for women is women only make up 13.5% of millionaires. We've got some space to go. And even if you want to make, I want you to think about this. Even if you only want to make three hundred dollars to $500,000 a year, which is what I teach inside the 5% Club Mastermind, the 5%, the top 5% of earners earn between three hundred and $500,000 a year, twenty-five dollars to $41,000 a month. And even if you're like, you know, cranking out twenty-five dollars a month, that's good for me. I want you to think about earning $300,000 a year. And let's say you're doing work that you love, which go back and listen to episode 74 that your self-love, that your business success, your identity, those that part of your identity that is um, being a solid businesswoman and business owner, even if you're like 300 grand a year is good with me because I only want to work less. Most of my clients want to work only three or four days a week, 25 to 30 hours a week and still crank out a couple hundred thousand dollars. Totally possible if you do the work, totally possible. But I want you to think about that. And you have your career for 10, 20 years, let's say 10 years, 10 times 300,000 is $3 million. So we're also thinking long-term. We're also thinking about assets. We're also thinking about other investments. Okay. Um, here we go. Let's start shattering some of your thinking right now around your money story. I want you to open up to this possibility to a real breakthrough. I want you to embrace this possibility. What if your current income was something that you could actually earn in six months? So whatever the current number is for your year, and whenever you're listening to this, is great. Um, if you're listening to this live, great, all the things. Imagine, in the United States, it's the month of April. So we are all about taxes. What'd you make? Are you happy with what you make? Did you think, should I wanted to make more? Did you pay more taxes? Like, But let's just say whatever that number is, imagine if you could earn that in six months without working harder. In fact, working less hard, more efficient, more proficiently, with more joy, more excitement, more meaning. Take a breath and think about that for a minute. Now, I want you to imagine earning whatever that income is in 90 days. So your year, making it every quarter instead of for taking a year. What about earning that in a month? What about earning that in a week, in a day, in a single hour? I'm sharing this with you because this is 1000% possible for those who choose it. Those that do the work. And sometimes it's going to take you a while. It's going to take you a while to figure out the pieces to do it. You know, I remember the first time I, I remember this so clearly. Um, I had earned almost 
$8,000 in a single month. It was like $67,727 or something. And I remember clearly thinking that was more money than I had made in an entire year. An entire year as a clinician working at Johns Hopkins and having a clinical private practice. That was more money. It was funny because I was at a networking event and the, there was a photographer there and she actually happened to catch my uh, picture of me as I came back from this. Uh, I had a sales call at wow, the only time this person could speak was at this event. And I took, of course, the call, closed the deal, came back and sat down. And I was like having the dawning like, oh, my God, this month is sixty seven thousand seven hundred twenty seven dollars. That roughly what it was, almost 70 grand. And so I, there was a picture of me just in like kind of like excited awe because I created it. And I want to offer to you, it's possible for you. 100% possible for you. If there's even one other woman doing what you're doing, what you want to do, and she's making the kind of money, working the kind of hours that you want, it's possible for you. A lot of times people say, oh, I've tried everything. And I want to offer to you that, no, you haven't. If you haven't gotten the result that you want, you've not tried everything. The first time I had a um, hundred plus thousand dollars, it was $115,700 launch. Like I like kind of freaked out a little bit. I, I, I'm not going to be in denial. Like a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money in a single month. How exciting. When we think about your money story, we're really analyzing your thoughts about money, success, clients, pricing, charging, sales, marketing, packaging, and your self-concept, your self-identity. Who are you as a businesswoman and business leader? How are you a leader in your own life? How are you wanting to have an uncommon life, uncommon success? To shift that, you must be conscious and let it raise to your consciousness, your belief system. So you're going to be listening to me today, but I want you to go back and do this as homework and share it with me. Send it to me, mary at marybicknell.com. You know, direct message me across all the socials. I want to hear what your aha is. So part of understanding where you're headed as a cognitive behaviorist, right? I'm very big on what is habituated patterns of being, thinking, feeling. And a lot of those things we were imprinted on before we were seven years old. So we're going to, I want you to think about part of your money story. If you're not getting the financial results that you're looking for, you're pulling with you that old mental baggage that you were raised in. And not to mention, I think it was episode, what, 73, where we talked about patriarchy and how as a woman, are you not supposed to make as much money? And if you're aggressive or you're sort of like, that's being bitchy and that's being bossy or, or even the guilt that's associated with you wanting to make more. How many of you are able to actually say to your peers, to like the circle of friends that you have or your family members, like, hey, I want to make a lot of money. I'm going to learn how to make, you know, my, my yearly income in a month in a week, in an hour. What do you think they're going to say? <laughs> they're going to say, what the hell are you talking about? And the reason that they're going to say this really is because they don't know. They don't know what's possible. And right, people who love us, they believe so strongly when they're peeing all over our parade and all over our excitement and all over our dreams and goals and desires 
that they're helping us. They're doing good by protecting us from failure, from rejection. I want to offer to you that those of us who have this wild success, we have faced the reality that we're judged. We have faced the reality that we're rejected. We have faced people saying no to us, canceling on us, wanting a refund. We have faced having to pivot, to transform, to reinvent ourselves. We have faced these things and we face them as opportunities and not as obstacles. We are willing to take the risk because we want the result. We lean into it. We step into it. We jump into it. And it takes practice. The more you train your thinking around this, your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings are going to want to inspire you for action and your behavior. And that action and behavior is what is going to give you the results. So right now, you look around in your life and every single thing that you have in your life is the result of what you've been doing. And what you've been doing is the result of the woman you've been being. And today I want to offer to you that be the woman, be your evolved self who steps into a new story, a new money story about her possibilities. It's, it's so exciting. And yet it's also, I'm going to tell you the truth, it's freaking tedious. It's a new habit a new way of being and thinking. And it's daily vigilance. It's daily mastery of your thinking, your emotional state. And it looks like every single day I sit down and I do the results formula. Every single day I think about, oh, you know, what happened yesterday? Did I get the results that I wanted yesterday? And what what was I thinking? I can reverse engineer based on what result I have, what my behaviors are, what my feelings were, what my thoughts were. Here's an example. You know, I have a lot of clients and, you know, they want to sell me. First of all, they, they, they tell me they're not good at sales and yet they're selling themselves and they're selling me so damn hard on their excuse on why they don't want to show up. Like, I don't want to show up. I don't feel like it today. I don't feel like it. Okay, well, if you don't feel like it, you're not going to do the work. So don't expect the result that you say that you want if you're not doing the work to attain it and achieve it. And being in a state of feel like it, here's the truth. Those of us who have success, there's plenty of days I don't feel like showing up. I'd rather go out and do something. This is part of rewriting the money story. Part of your money story is what you're telling yourself about it's okay it's good enough. Why am I, why do I want more? You know why you want more? Because as a human being, we evolve. That's like, that is everything. That is like part of our DNA evolution, becoming more. And I want to offer to you that if you want more is because you're able to create that. Isn't that liberating? Whatever you've created, whatever you have now you've created, that's how much power you have. So therefore, You're able to create a different result. And in this Money and You series, today we're talking about money and your story. So let's get to it. I want to just get get to some more things for you. So part of this is looking at from the place of your current life and your past and your present, what you learned, what you observed, 
what you felt and heard from your family of origin. What did you observe, witness, see, or hear from your mother about money? What did you observe, witness, see, or hear from your father? What did you witness, observe, see, or hear from your church or your community, your grandparents, your siblings, your parents' parents? Really sit down and think about that. I'm going to give you some examples of some of the things that I heard growing up and how that thought, that comment was embedded And I had to analyze when we're writing our own money story, we have to analyze, is this my thought or was this planted in my brain by somebody else? I'm going to give you some examples. Was it explicitly said or was it implied? Right. Was it implied like say you wanted something extra as a kid and you because because we do and you went to grab it. And you got the look. Mm. Or were you raised where good grades, they'd give you, you know, here you go. Here's 20 bucks per A or whatever. Was there some condition about you, quote, earning something? Let me tell you, this shows up right now. This is so big. This will be a completely another podcast. I'm really working on this, this whole concept of um, right now. First of all, I just want to pause right now. I'm going to offer to you that you have the right to decide that you want to be wealthy. Say it in your own head. You don't need to earn the right to want wealth. You don't need to earn the right to think of yourself as a wealthy woman. You don't have to grind it out and hustle it out. So therefore you've earned the right to be wealthy. No, you get to decide right now and while you're writing, rewriting, creating your own money story that you get to decide to think the thoughts. Money comes easily to me, but we'll talk more about that at the end. I'll give you some other thoughts. So I want you to write down your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your church, your society, your your friends. Write down all of the thoughts that you can remember. What did you witness? Write that down in one column on a piece of paper and then right next to it, ask yourself, is this true for me today? Is this true or false for me today? Here's an example. The man makes the money. Is this true or false for me, Mary? For a long ass time, it was true. Yeah, the man makes the money. The man creates the safety. The man should do, should be the provider and all that. And then one day I'm like, why the fuck is that even true? That's not even true for me. Like, I want to make as much money as I want to make just because I actually want to just see what the hell I'm made of. And I still want to see what I can do. I never want to ask, per, quote, permission from my husband. Can I go? I don't ever want to be in like, can I have $500 to buy you your Christmas present? Like, none of that. I had to really get serious about myself. And... I had to work through letting that thought go. The man makes the money. The man is the provider. The man provides safety. I had to work through like all the shit that comes up with like, that's not true. I can be safe myself. I can create what I want for myself. I can make money. I am a provider. Like that took some work, you guys. It wasn't just like overnight, This is why I said use daily vigilance and daily exercise 
It's like a muscle. You got to work that muscle. Don't expect to have those biceps. Don't expect those legs to look good this summer in your bikini if you're not working them out. So now I want you to think about how can you rewrite that for yourself? Rewrite it. The other day we talked about um, poverty and lack. And I want to bring up um, this concept about excuses versus reasons. Here's a lot of like, here's thoughts too. Here's thoughts. Ask yourself, are these real for you? You go look on the news and it's like, holy shit, the economy. It's down the shitter. Plenty of people. Though. Now, I'm not denying the truth that the, for millions of people, it's in the crap. It's crappy. But for millions of people, it's not. And so can you allow yourself to think about you can create your own economy. You can create your own safety. Sometimes people come to me and they say, um, I've tried everything. I can't, you know, I can't make any money. No one wants to buy my stuff. No client, no one's spending money on services. I can't get a client. I've tried everything. Those are excuses. That's bullshit. If you don't have the result that you want, you've not tried everything. That's the bottom line. So the excuse needs to go away. When we give up excuses, we don't create solutions for them, right? Because this is, we, we buy into the excuse is a fact when in fact it's an excuse as opposed to a reason. You could say, I've not sold anything lately or um, I've not sold anything lately or I haven't had any sales calls in a while or what have you. As opposed to no one's booking sales calls. No one, you know, it's the economy. No one's like, as opposed to coming to um, coaching with me or coming to the truth of a reason. The reason I'm not booking sales calls is I recognize I'm not showing up. The reason I'm not booking sales calls is I realize that I have some fear that have come up. So I'm having this thought that nobody wants to book. So if you're having the thought, nobody wants to book a sales call with me, guess what your feeling is? It's probably despondency. It's probably feeling like, oh, I don't even, you know, why bother? It's probably feeling something like that. And then guess what? You probably don't show up. So you've, you've proven your thought, nobody's booking calls because you're actually not doing the work. I'm going to give you an assessment. I'm going to ask you some questions here in a second. It's going to give you a little, um, aha, to get real with yourself. One of the things I want to ask you though, first is what's the relationship that you have with money? So when we're thinking about our money story, or most of you, frankly, really are not even thinking about what's the money story that you were giving, but now today rewriting your money story, I want you to also think what kind of relationship am I in with my money? I talk about this like tongue in cheek, but th this is like, I want to be so candid and give you a true visual, right? Our brains love visuals. So I want to ask you if you were in a relationship with your money and your money was a little puppy, what would that puppy look like? Would that puppy be like fat and roll over and it's like showing its belly and it's all bloated belly and so cute or to be the sad, sad, sad puppy you can look at on YouTube. I hate those videos that come up or where it would be Sarah. What's her name? Sarah McLaughlin singing some ASPCA song about your puppy, AKA your money. See money wants attention. 
And so frequently, and we talked about this in some of the other episodes this month in this four-part series, that a lot of times women, we shirk the responsibility to our man. We avoid it. We don't like tech. We don't like numbers, like all the bullshit. And so we avoid it. And in that avoidance, it perpetuates our fear around safety and security. And when we avoid it, then we're really offloading our power on to somebody else. Are you doing that? And maybe you're not even realizing that you're doing that. You know, I want to offer to you that you might even be not even realizing that you're doing that. This is really one of the things to be conscious of. So let's talk about, you've written everything down, the implied, the explicit, all the things with your family. I'm going to ask you a few questions now about, I'm going to ask you about how well you are in that relationship with your money and how well do you respect money? So I'm going to give you just a couple of questions in this quiz. I give this quiz to my clients. Um, It's a longer quiz. It's got a lot more questions, but I'm going to ask a few of them to you today. So when we're talking about leading a life on common and having financial prosperity and success and abundance, which is what we talked about in week one, And when we're talking about relationship with money and when we're talking about business success and loving ourselves and when we're talking about um, dependency versus financial independence, some of these things aren't just related to your business, because I believe how you do one thing is how you do all things. So if you're not keeping up with your business money and you're just shirking that off, even to a, a, a bookkeeper, you really have no concept. It's just like the book. I just give the bookkeeper my like shoebox or whatever the hell that looks like you probably are doing the same thing in your personal life. One of the things I talked about is I give clients something called clear the clutter. And it's this list of things to get off your brain. So you have the mental fortitude to actually do the work to scale, expand and grow your business in a way that you love and gives you freedom, gives you much more time freedom. When you're clogged up with all the shit you got to do that should be handled and done. So my offer here is that how you do one thing is how you do all things. So I want to ask you a couple questions about your relationship with money and respecting money with this little quiz. Do you have a will? Do you have life insurance? Is your car insurance the best car insurance possible? Do you embezzle from your business account? In other words, like I'm just going to borrow a little money in there. Do you know right now How much money is in your wallet? Are the bills in your wallet, the the actual paper? Remember, by the way, money is just neutral. It's neutral. If we look at the results formula and you input on the circumstance, money, you just put money. That's neutral. For some people, it like, oh, it causes all kinds of crazy thoughts. For other people, it causes like uh, different thoughts. It's really neutral. It's a piece of fucking paper. It's what we assign to that piece of paper. This is your money story. How do you keep your money in your wallet? Is it all tidy or is it like crumpled up like it doesn't matter? If you're crumpling it up like it doesn't matter, hmm. Do you know what your income is? Do you know where your outgo is? Do you lose money? Here's the thing that I work on sometimes with clients. They make a lot of money. Most of my clients are already extraordinarily successful and yet they can't keep money. So they can make it, but they let it go. They have higher profits after working together. And part of our money story is letting 
is keeping money. Keeping money. What a concept. And conversely, there's clients that like have a shit ton of money and it's like, they're like, I only use cash. They never think about leveraging their money. But that's another conversation. Um, do you pay bills late even though you have the money to pay them? Do you have emergency funds? Look, I really want to inspire you today, no matter what you're getting out of this, is open a savings account right now and start putting money in there for an emergency. And open another savings account and start putting the equal amount in there for just fun money. Here's a couple last ones. Do you hide purchases from your lover? Like, so do you come home and your husband's like, hey, what you been doing? And you don't really say, I just spent 500 bucks at Nordstrom or whatever it is. I just bought a $3,000 purse, whatever. Or they say to you, oh, that, that blouse is new. And you're like, nah, I've had it forever. So do you lie about what you're spending money on? Who are you lying to? Are you lying to yourself as in denial? All right, so that's a lot of questions to ask yourself. Let me give you some new thoughts to think today around money as we close. So these are intentional thoughts. So part of the results formula in helping you create intentional thoughts is to help you say something that inspires a pivot, uh, a growth in your belief. Let me give you an example of what doesn't work. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. If you, if there's a part of your brain that's like, you're not going to be a millionaire. You've never even made a half a million dollars or a quarter million dollars, whatever. Like that's not the first intentional thought. You might say something like, I'm on my way to be a millionaire. I'm doing the work daily to build my fortune. Or wealth is my divine inheritance and I'm, I'm creating it now. I am wealthy. I have more than enough money to buy every single thing that I want. I've rewritten my money story and money loves me. Abundance is mine. I enjoy the energy of money. Remember, when you're working with your ideal clients, it was last week's podcast when we talked about business success and self-love and you charging the value of your business offer. And you charge from a place of loving yourself and your brilliance and your knowledge and your experience and your wisdom, which is, by the way, separate than you are as a human. I did another podcast on that. I don't know it off the top of my head. Those are different. And, but you love the energy of money because when you're working with your ideal client, there's that reciprocity. That transformation for that client and the value of that transformation is paid to you. I respect money. Here's a good one. If your stuff is all crumbled up, if your, if your bills are all crumbled up, maybe a new thought for you just to start on your pathway, on your way to creating more wealth. By the way, time freedom is true wealth. And to get time freedom, you need to have some cash, friends. You need to have some cash. What about this one? I respect money. What about saying that every day? I respect money. What if every time you found a quarter on the floor, on the ground, you said, I respect money? What if every time a client paid you, you said, I respect money? What about every time you paid a bill, you said, I respect money? God, even saying that, like, how could you show up differently in your life, in your business? 
everything that we're talking about is about leading a life uncommon. And the things that I'm teaching you and coaching and talking about are uncommon. Most people never do these things. I know you don't want to be most people. I know you don't want common. I know you don't want to be average. Most people never even think about respecting money. Abundance is my birthright, right? Money is always there for me. That's another conversation. Remember the thing I was telling you about a lot of clients, they can make a lot of money, but they seem to spend it all. One of the things that we work on is like money is always there for me. Oh, it's so good. All right, (laughs) go back and listen to the other episodes. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. If you're ready to think about how you can have more time freedom, because I believe so strongly time freedom is true wealth. And in order to have all the free time that you want to do whatever the hell you want to do, whenever you want to do it, what will help you have that is to actually have more money, to be able to buy more time. Here's an example of buying more time. Why are you cleaning your bathroom? Why not have an assistant? Do you have an assistant in your business? Do you have a team in your business? Do you have a team in your home? Who's mowing the lawn? Who's folding the laundry? Part of the mastermind, the 5% Club Mastermind, is not just about like scale your business, grow your business. It's also about who you're being as you do it. It's more about the who than the how. Because look, business growth, it's like a formula. A, B, C, oh, there I go, formula again. It's very A, B, C, E, F, D, and, and we can design it for you. Here's the goal. Lead a life uncommon. The uncommon thing to do is design your life from a place of self-love. What do you want in your life? And let's build and scale and grow your business to fund it so that you can work three days a week or whatever it is. You want a four-day weekend. I love working three to four days a week. And yes, are there occasions I work more? Of course, Being able to do that and still make all the money that I want to live in two houses and all the things. I value being able to be great at working when I'm working because life is so short. There's so many cool things that I want to do and I want to help you do them too. So go make it a great day. Reach out to me. Make sure you're following me over um, on Instagram, Mary Bicknell, be bold. Go back and listen to this. Start listening to your own thoughts and ask the question, is this true for me? You have the power to rewrite your own money story. Talk to you later. Hey, thanks for listening to Lead a Life Uncommon. I am so excited and pumped out of my mind for you. My job, my goal, my mission is to help you create the life that allows you to jump out of bed every single morning. And I know a lot of it comes from your thinking. I want to give you a little something. Head over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I want to give you the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success. Inside, you're going to get some ahas about what might be holding you back from creating all the financial abundance that you want. We'll talk soon. Bye now.